It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black with Dynasty Podcasts. We are somewhere in the modern wing of the Art Institute before doors at After Dark, and I'm here with the cool kids, Sir Michael Rocks, Chuck English. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. We're good. Yeah. Um, Right on, man. Uh, so we're going to talk about all sorts of awesome things tonight. It's really exciting to get to chat with you guys here, uh, kind of on the eve of your return. But how are you feeling? Let's start with that. Good, good. I just landed back uh, from doing some stuff in London uh, over the past few days. So I literally just hopped off the plane today, went home, changed clothes, and now we're here getting ready for getting ready for the show later, signing some autographs and hugging some ladies and <laughs> babies and all that. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Um... How am I feeling? Is that yeah. the question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the show. Uh, <clears throat> it was like a, 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 a weather-like switch up today. It got really cold on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was prepared for that. But other than that, like, it's a pretty good day. Now, I have to ask, is this the first performance you guys have done since regrouping? No, we did Fool's Gold Day Off um, okay. in L.A. Uh, back in September. This is our second show. But that's still pretty early. Like, how what what was it like at the Fool's Gold event being up there for the first time in years? I would imagine. Uh, it was nice, man. It was nice to be able to get back on stage and perform new songs that people hadn't heard before, really, and get that reaction out of them and get you know get the crowd going crazy like that. So it was it was good to just be able to see that you know the new sounds transition into the live set pretty well. So that was good. Yeah. Now. This reunion, you guys announced it over the summer. How long was this kind of cooking behind the scenes before you let people know about it? For years. Really? Yeah. I mean, we just had a plan. Just kind of, I don't know, like, uh, it's like if you're playing outside and everybody's like, well, let's go home real quick and we'll come back and play later after dinner. Um, that's probably not the best analogy, but... But but after dinner was just a few years, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had some things we had to... Uh, just explore on our own, uh, given the fact that, you know, like the music and the internet has changed so much, you kind of don't want to throw, you don't want to throw too much in the wind and not be sure of the climate, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we got to discover a lot more about our abilities and what we do um, or what we're good at to bring it back together, like with a different identity. Yeah, but I know that also... You know, like over the course of the hiatus, the break, whatever you want to call it, you guys also collaborated during that time. So it doesn't look like there was like, you know, like you hear about some, it wasn't like the Eagles. There wasn't like this terrible bad blood where it's just like. No, it wasn't either. It was actually like, you can see how you can shift opinions. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be like, hey, we're not making any music anymore right now. Or not like right now or anymore or whatever word you want to use. And everybody goes with the most dramatic conclusion. Like, oh my God, you guys broke up. And then <clears throat> I think we saw that as interesting. You know, like, let's let them say it. Right. You know, like, why try to fight? So <clears throat> during that time, it was just, um, I can't say like, y- like waking people up, but kind of showing them like, Yo, this is what we have accomplished, and sometimes people don't appreciate stuff until it's not there. When Cool Kids wasn't active, were there times where you looked at what was happening in music or culture and you thought, like, oh, man, this would be such a great time that, like, I wish we were doing something right now, or was it nice to have that kind of, like, 
breather before you came back. Uh, I think it was. I think the times that we weren't doing stuff were that was the best time to not be doing stuff together. You know, um, of course, you know the music is always changing and the climate is always changing, and it's all about timing with it, especially when you got like kind of a you know uh, original style like we do. Like you, you can't just like pop that out twenty four seven like mixtape. You know, mixtape, right. like the mixtape culture has taught people to do, you know, like our our music uh, wouldn't necessarily go over that well in that, you know, that aspect of where people, you know, you do a million tracks a week and you got a mixtape every month. And, you know, the over the oversaturation era was not our friend, really. So we, we kind of tried to chill out on that and bypass that era for a little bit. But I think that's smart because it's like Drake has like an album every year and then like two mixtapes every year. And it's like no shade to Drake, but it's like how much Drake do we need? And that's, and that's, that's even moderate. Like Drake right. is not even a person that puts out a lot. Of, that's, that's a rare person. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't put out a lot, but it's people that really put out a lot. And um, it works for some people, but for our situation, it would have not been the best move for us. So we decided to try to bypass that era. Now, you know, obviously Chicago as a music, you know, as a city, as a music scene, all these things, it's a lot different than it was when the cool kids, you know, first became active. Like, how do you view the the kind of climate and culture of Chicago music here now versus when you guys started out? I mean, <clears throat> there was like uh, people you could just count on your hands that had made uh, like the world impact from Chicago. Um, it took like the social media or social networking era kind of like opened up the windows to see like all the different types of music that could come out of here. So you had like, you didn't have to go and be signed at a label. Like you could actually create your own fan base. And I think that Chicago was the spot where like a lot of the most, um, you know, not genre bending, but the hip hop that kind of shifted things in different directions, whether it be Common or Kanye or a Twista mm-hmm. or a Lupe, you know, like the world of music that, or especially hip hop music that comes from Chicago is just, it's polarizing the effect it has, even down to, you know, where we, where we are, um, to where, you know, Chance is right now, to where Vic is right now, like there's... And everything's different. Yeah. Everything is completely separate sounding, you know. Well, I mean, the other thing I think that's really different than, you know, probably the first go around is like when you guys started out, it was 2005. And MySpace was really kind of the only digital platform that really existed. And I think that that was a weird time to be an artist because the existing music model had already pretty much collapsed in recent years due to Napster. But the new kind of like wide range of social like Instagram and Facebook hadn't really arrived yet. Do you think it's easier to be an artist right now or? Um, easy. Easy, I don't know. I don't know what. Um, there's still like certain things that confuse me uh, about like just our, our how we receive music or how songs rise. It's like uh, all of it. It's based off kind of meme culture right now. Memes are taking songs to a whole, like a really huge place. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how songs are getting around right now. And to me, I feel like it was easier then because 
if you made a song and it was good and it was really, really good, people would share it. And they, I mean, it wouldn't be on a video post for 30 seconds. And then you just wondering where that song comes from. Like the same thing with like, uh, where was his name? I know his name. Plies. Well, Plies had to run off on the plug twice. Like that blew that song up. Uh, it goes down. All of the it goes down in the DM was right. <laughs> one of the biggest songs. And it, like that's that song. It when you think about like what they're actually talking about, you couldn't take that song back like five six years. Wouldn't nobody know what you was talking about. Right. So that's how big you know social networking or social media has gotten. That it's actually almost bigger than life at the moment. Like you could say something on Twitter or if something happens on Twitter, it's shared within the matter, like around the world in seconds. Like everybody saw it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So something else I think that was, you know, it's really unique to the cool kids and especially at the time that it started is that, you know, fashion was a really big component of what you guys were doing. And now now music and fashion kind of go hand in hand and that's pretty common. But like do you guys ever look at what's happening either in Chicago or outside of Chicago and see your own influence in that? Um, yeah. Um, but it's the same thing that like happened when we were influenced. When something happens or something's a really good idea, <clears throat> to see it spread is actually, you know, like that was supposed to be the idea. Like right. you don't dress a certain way thinking like, now there's a kind of like a, you know, a culture to a self where people are, are they're like they're dressing to be an individual while we were like doing things that I feel like I wanted people to see us and want to dress like it was cool the first time we ever did the show and then the whole crowd looked like us like yeah. dressed like us that was extremely humbling and, and like a really ill experiment to see I mean, I remember that. I, I've been doing Chicago music journalism here for a long time, and I remember those, like, town hall, you know, floss nights and, yeah. and the whole wave. Um, now, there's two new songs that have recently dropped in the last few months, and one more recently than the other, but Connect Four and Running Man. Are those just loose singles? Are those part of, like, a larger new project in the works, or what can you say about that? Uh, I feel like just now doing songs is, is song, like, when you record songs... Um, if they weren't attached to a group of uh, or, or an idea of that recording, they should be, you know, separate. And this isn't or not not in a single culture. You know what I mean? Like people love listening to singular songs. There's artists that still are like are huge that still haven't put out an album yet. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was those were just. We want to build up a nice catalog of of things that are, you know, songs, and then kind of reestablish what an album's supposed to be when we get to that, when we get there, which is coming really soon. Well, and that was going to be my other question is like, you know, do you see this being kind of a lasting reunion? Are you taking it as it comes or do you have kind of long-term plans with this now? I mean, it's just, it is what it is right now. It's not like a, it's not like a thing we're going to turn back off. It was, this was the plan when we stopped. Like we're going to pick a time to come back when it's, when it's perfect. And then, from then on out, it's just infinite. Like whatever we work on is is a cool kids thing, and it might not necessarily just be albums. Like, but there's stuff we are designing together. We like we got a plan to actually. Now that we're sitting in our institute, is to do an installation for an album. Um, we've been talking about that for like three or four years. So it's just <clears throat> it's just like us. It's just us. It's not really like the thing it was before, where it was like us as rappers. We like actually trying to build 
I know it's not corny to say, but not, or it's like people say it all the time, but we're actually trying to build this brand out. Yeah. You know, so it's something that can live and be infinite. Right on. I, I think that's awesome, man. I can't wait to see what you guys have coming up. Uh, as somebody who got to witness the original wave, it's really exciting to have you guys back, and thank you so much for taking the time. Um, people can come see you guys next on December 14th at Talia Hall. That's a Red Bull Sound Select show with Fake Shore Drive, so um, look into that. I'm sure there's details at fakeshoredrive.com. Uh, Sir Michael Rocks, Chuck English, man, from the Cool Kids. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at dynastypodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.